This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number 36. As a former classroom teacher, now homeschooling mom of five, I love to equip and encourage other homeschool families. So stick around to learn how to homeschool with Moxie. It's about embracing your journey and finding your groove. Show notes for today's episode can be found at 41more.com forward slash 36. Welcome to episode number 36, how to teach your kids a foreign language even if you don't speak it. This is going to be a great episode. I interviewed Shannon Kelly from theculturedkid.com. And what she's doing over there is so interesting. And I think it's something that's really needed, especially in the homeschool space. She has created a program that you can use from the comfort of your own home that will help immerse your kids from like the the youngest all the way up to about age seven is her target age range. And it will help immerse your kids in a foreign language. And I know this is one of those topics where as homeschool moms, if you don't speak fluently or you don't know a certain language and you want your kids to learn it, you kind of think like, what are my options? And there's honestly not a whole lot of good options out there. And I know our family has struggled with this in the past. When I first started homeschooling, we were living in New Brunswick, Canada. And my husband is Canadian. My kids are dual citizens. I'm a dual citizen. And that province is a bilingual province. So we were like, you know, we really should be teaching our kids French. Well, I learned Spanish in high school. So I wasn't very much of a help. My husband wasn't around to help and he's not fluent either. I mean, he took it in high school, but he's probably as fluent as I am in Spanish, which is not wonderful, wonderfully fluent. So we really struggled. And even to this day, I feel like foreign language is really hard to tackle in the homeschool. But what I love about Shannon's program is it takes that stress off of homeschool moms. It really makes it doable. And if you have multiple kids all in that zero to seven age range, you can use her program with all your kids at the same time. So I told her, I think this is such a great idea that I haven't seen in the homeschool space. And I really want you to grab her checklist. Even if you don't buy her program, she has some great resources for you. And I'll link to all of them in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 36. But especially her checklist is perfectly free and you can find it at 41more.com forward slash checklist. And it leads to um, a download for you that's called how to teach your kids a language, even if you're not fluent. So it'll give you some good starter points and some good basic information that should help you out. So sit back and enjoy. Here's my interview with Shannon Kelly of theculturedkid.com. Shannon Kelly, thanks so much for joining us on today's podcast. Hi, Abby. Thank you so much for having me. It's so fun to be able to join you today. So could you introduce yourself to my listeners and kind of give us a little bit of your background as to why you're so passionate about foreign language instruction? 
Yep. Well, I am a mum of two to start with. I um, I have two amazing young kids who are now nine and 11. So they've actually grown up, um, as I said, far too quickly. But for me, it started back actually when I was 15. And I had this incredible opportunity to be able to learn the German language, um, actually, when I was in elementary school. And it was this world that I remember diving into that I absolutely loved. And it came really easy to me. And as I said, as I did it as a number of years through school, I picked it up and had the opportunity to go to Germany as a 15-year-old on exchange. And it, I look back on my childhood and I realised that, that this was actually one of the really pivotal moments in my life where it actually changed my perspective, it changed my um, understanding of what I thought was possible for my own self. It changed my ability to see really what I could achieve. And I literally moved to the other side of the world without my parents, without anybody I knew and was able to communicate to people different from me. I was able to learn a culture and a why behind a, a whole other way of living that I'd never experienced before. And so as a 15-year-old, that was really, it, it shaped my world. And so I remember um, having my own kids and realizing that this was such a key, um, a key moment for me, a key opportunity that changed my life for the better. That I really wanted to give my kids the same opportunities to be able to do the same thing as well. And so my frame of reference was languages. And when my kids were one and two, we moved to New York City, and we were literally surrounded by this melting pot of language and culture. And I loved it, and I loved that my kids had it. And so long story short, we moved back to Sydney after a few years, which is where I'm from, mm -hmm. and we didn't have that same exposure. And I remember really mourning for it, like I really missed it because I knew the value of it and I knew that I had to find a way to pass that on to my kids. And so that's essentially how I've started to dive into languages and helping kids learn languages. Mm, that's kind of neat how a lot of things are born out of a need we see that's not being fulfilled. So that's kind of neat how what your story, your origin story of something that you loved and you didn't see it there for your kids. So that's pretty cool. Um, you know, I talk to homeschoolers. And so most of the people listening to this episode are going to be homeschool moms. And they, some of them might already be convinced about that learning language is important for young children. But if they are not yet convinced, could you tell them about some of the benefits that they'll see if they expose their children to a foreign language? Yeah, it's a conversation I have a lot, actually. And it's it's really interesting because oftentimes we think that introducing a language to our kids is just about giving them the ability to speak. Mm -hmm. And while, yes, that's true, um, even if a child doesn't become fluent, being able to introduce a language to a child at a young age is really important because it helps increase problem-solving skills. Like the benefits on the brain are really next level. So they have greater levels of creativity. They have higher concentration, which for our kids in a digital age is going to be really important uh, because the ability to be able to flip between different languages it means their brain's constantly wiring at a higher level. So it, it becomes more agile. Um, studies are showing that bilingual kids are scoring higher on standardised tests. So it is actually giving them an academic advantage, which leads into career advantages, etc. So it's not just the ability to speak. It's not just the academic, but also you've got to think about the cultural benefits that come from it as well. In a world where our kids are growing up in an ever increasingly globalised world, we've got to train, we've got to raise our kids to be able to connect with those different from them. We've got to build 
Um, I love the idea of building bridges rather than building walls. And I feel like languages really, it really um, connects kids to each other. And to be able to actually, even just to be able to speak a handful of words or a handful of sentences, just the intention to be able to connect actually means a lot for another kid growing up in a different culture as well. So that is so interesting when you just said it doesn't matter if they don't actually get to fluency level. And see, to me, I would feel like, well, I'm a failure if my kids aren't fluent, but you're saying even even learning some of the basics are a benefit. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think the thing is, I mean, it's so easy for us to put the failure hat on if we don't see our kids speaking, you know, mm-hmm. speaking about the politics of the United Nations in your target language, you know, they haven't succeeded, for example. But I think fluency, there are so many variations of fluency. You can you can be fluent in being able to hear. You can be fluent in being able to hear and speak. You can be able to be completely conversational or to be able to speak at a university level. So there is varying there are varying levels of fluency. And I think we can be so hard on ourselves mm-hmm. if if our child's five years old and they're not speaking in full sentences perfectly, I mean, that's actually fantastic. If your child is five years old and can count to 10 and maybe knows a handful of animals, mm. it's a really great start. And so I think we've got to peel back the layers a bit and give ourselves a, a pat on the back for even just taking steps to go forward. Because I think particularly with kids, the goal isn't to shove words down their throat and to make them learn all the things. Our goal is to create a foundation where they love it. Mm. And if you can create a foundation where your child will look back and go, oh, I had the most fun times with my French lessons or mum mum made learning a language really, really fun. We could play in German, for example. I think that's the foundations we want to build for our kids because from there on, as they grow up, they lean into it because it's something that's sparked joy as they've grown up. Mm-hmm. That's awesome because that's totally, I think, as homeschool moms, we want our kids to love learning. We don't want to just cram mm-hmm. facts down their down their throats. So I think that does ease a lot of pressure for parents because my next question was going to be like, if a parent doesn't speak a language, can we still help our children learn that language? How does that work? Yeah, absolutely. I like to think about it that the role of a parent here is not to be perfect. The role of a parent is to create an environment of exposure to the language. So we think about even just the curriculum that most of your families are introducing. They're not necessarily going to know every single aspect, you know. Oftentimes, as I've been working with my kids, I learned things along the way. And so I've loved even just our journey because I haven't been fluent. I started teaching my kids French when they were really little. Mm-hmm. And then when they went to school, because my kids aren't homeschooled, mm-hmm. they learned Italian. I've been doing Italian now for the last mm-hmm. five years. Mm-hmm. And for me, my role has been more of being able to create an environment where they have exposure to the target language, where they can hear the words spoken semi-regularly, where they've got access to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really helpful because it takes the pressure off you to have to do everything and know everything. Mm-hmm. You just have to know where to start, like like the curriculums that most parents would run each week at home with their kids. Mm-hmm. It's actually being able to use the similar resource to, to be able to introduce something where a child is going to, get, again, lean into it. 
So this kind of leads us into your program at theculturedkid.com. You have programs for that would be perfect for homeschool families. And I've enjoyed over the last week since I've you know been able to check your site out and stuff, it really looks accessible to people. Um, can you just kind of give us a rundown of what you offer at your website, theculturedkid.com? Yeah, so we have a... A variety of language options. So for me, when I first started with my own kids, I, again, really struggled with being able to speak it and the fear of not even being able to speak it correctly. So I knew that one of the most important aspects of being able to pass on a language to a child is being able to hear correct pronunciation. But there's no point having correct pronunciation if a child can't actually see what it is they're learning. And so I knew that we had to create a video curriculum so that children could learn by immersion. Mm -hmm. And the whole idea around this is every lesson we provide a five-minute video and it's a topical-based video which introduces all of our core vocabulary. And the reason we do this is because I really feel like rather than saying the English word and the Italian word and then the child understands it, I feel like it complicates the process. So we've basically created a video program which is purely in French, for example, or Italian. Mm -hmm. And you're, we're introducing all of the target language, mm -hmm. introducing the core vocabulary, and we're introducing short phrases. And so how we do that is that firstly a child sees the action. So for example, our actions topics, they see a child at a similar age level to them doing the actions. They hear the Spanish word, for example, over the top and they hear and pronounce it and they see it multiple times because kids learn through repetition. Mm -hmm. And so it's not just words spoken over and over again. It's understanding what this word means and then being able to see it in a sentence and hear it in a sentence Mm -hmm. And then we use live video, we use animation, and we also give a lot of opportunities for a call and response so that the kids are actually speaking it immediately because mm -hmm. the goal is not that we put all of these words in and then hopefully one day they'll speak. Mm -hmm. Our goal is that kids will be speaking from day one and we normalise it really, really early on. So we every lesson that we, that we send to families, it, you receive a video mm -hmm. and that introduces the first five minutes. And then play is really important to me. So I've created our lesson plans so that not only has a child now been introduced to the words, we now have an opportunity to be able to play in it. And so we've created uh, all of these resources to be able to engage your child in a play-based manner so that a child is having fun and actually engaging those words that they've actually learned in games that a parent can actually do at home with their child. So it actually makes the process really, really fun and really engaging. So then you, you're you sending those play ideas to the parent and they do them after the video. Is that how that works? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so the program that we've got is it's a subscription-based program. Yeah. So essentially the program runs for 12 months and it provides you weekly lessons. So every single week you receive a brand new lesson and you can access it on your phone. If you are out and about, you can access it on your computer. You can access it essentially anywhere. We want to make it easy for you to access it anywhere. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that your kids actually need the repetition. There's no point giving you a half an hour video, trying to put all of these words in because a child will get overwhelmed, yeah. a parent will get overwhelmed and then we'll give up. Yeah. So the goal is to be able to take one lesson each week and weave it throughout the lesson. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe in the mornings you'll do a video. Maybe in the afternoons you'll play games with the flashcards that we provide. Maybe, you know, maybe you'll just pick some of the games and you'll weave them throughout the week where you have time. But the idea is that it's woven throughout the week and then the next week you get a new lesson. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the year, you'll have this huge lesson bank where you're able to really draw back on. So say, for example, you're doing um, curriculum all about the neighbourhood. You can then go back to your French lesson all around the neighbourhood mm-hmm. and weave that into your everyday curriculum throughout the week as well. So there's so many ways. Um, we've tried to make it really accessible so that it's easy and it yeah. takes the pressure off you to try and know yes. all of the things. It's really quite a step-by-step process. So how much time per week or per day do you suggest families work on this and use your curriculum? Yeah, so I think, again, with anything, um, with anything in terms of your goals, if you have a, a level of fluency where you want your child to be speaking you know, fluently mm-hmm. conversational. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the more time you do it, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we've got our curriculum is outworked for a half an hour a week, mm-hmm. but you can do that half an hour lesson every day if you want. Mm-hmm. You can do that half an hour lesson. You can do the five minutes of the half an hour lesson right. in the mornings every day. Like right. the beauty of it mm-hmm. is that it actually works around your schedule. Mm-hmm. And so because kids are young, um, they have this beautiful ability. Their brains are sponge like They pick it mm-hmm. up so fast. Mm-hmm. And I think the beautiful thing is that you can actually see as your kids learn mm-hmm. their progress, where you need to focus on the time levels that you actually need to input. Mm-hmm. But you'll also notice very quickly that your kids will start speaking um, fairly soon. And mm-hmm. it's funny because I had a conversation with a, a mum just the other day and she was telling me that she has a, Ger- a German heritage, but she doesn't speak the language because mm-hmm. her father never spoke it to her. Mm. So she feels completely ripped off because mm-hmm. her father thought he was giving her an advantage by only speaking English. Mm. And she now is raising a child who is completely disconnected from his German heritage. Mm-hmm. So she knew she wanted to do something. And the conversation we had was um, she joined our German program and her son was completely anti anything to do with German. Anytime she tried to do anything before the program, he would run away, he would yell and scream, just hated it. Like mm-hmm. was there was like a like a physical response to the language. Mm-hmm. And she started with the videos and they would do the videos at nighttime, at dinner time, because it was the mm-hmm. only time she had the, the ability to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because at nighttime, sitting it down, they did it together. And very, very quickly, like within the space of I think it was a week, 10 days, mm-hmm. she um, she was driving in the car and her son's in the back seat of the car and he points out of the window and he goes, Mom, this is unhalten, Mom, unhalten. And he'd recognised and connected the word stop mm-hmm. in our actions video to mm-hmm. the stop sign outside mm-hmm. and she didn't realise how much he was actually picking up and all of a sudden out of the blue when they weren't even doing a German lesson, all of a sudden he's speaking it and there's a joy to his yeah. connection. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that the goal is to be able to create an environment that your child is going to love mm-hmm. and you as a parent know your child better than anyone. Mm-hmm. So whether you start with just a video or you start with the whole thing, mm-hmm. you as a parent are the gauge to know that what they your child can handle and what they're going to love, mm-hmm. and you build up to it essentially. Mm-hmm. 
So what ages are ideal then for introducing this kind of instruction, would you say? So kids, it, it's really crazy. Kids have the ability to learn a language in the womb. It, this, it blows my mind. So I say to families, the earlier you can get started, the better. There's a window of opportunity where a child um, has this incredible ability to be able to learn a language, and that's between, you know, from birth through till seven years of age. Mm-hmm. And then after the age of seven, kids can still learn that language, but it becomes harder to do so. Mm-hmm. And so I would say if you're a parent, you should start now. Now is the best time to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, but within our curriculum, our curriculum really is best suited around the two to seven year age gap. Mm-hmm. And the reason we've done that is because we want to be able to create uh, lessons that are really practical and hands-on. Mm-hmm. And so the lessons that we've created are designed for young kids, but also for slightly older kids, because mm-hmm. our lesson plans have been split up to give you the options to be able to mold your lessons according to the age mm-hmm. limits of your or the age brackets mm-hmm. of your kids. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a seven-year-old and you've got a five-year-old and you've got a three-year-old, the program mm-hmm. would work fantastically for you mm-hmm. because that age gap would work for all three mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. You would just adapt the lessons slightly according to the age of your children. Oh, that's awesome. So it's really... Um, it's really a good deal then, especially if you have several kids who are going to use that monthly membership, right? So you could use it for all your kids. Yeah. And we've had members. So our program's only been available for the last 18 months. Um, we, our background, I used to actually run our programs in preschools all around Sydney. Mm-hmm. And we had so many families actually asking for more resources that mm-hmm. we actually took our curriculum that was tried and tested and, our, and we knew worked and we knew that the kids loved Mm-hmm. And we turned it into our video-based online program mm-hmm. as well. So it's only been available for the last 18 months, but we've had members who joined us from the very beginning are still with us uh-huh. because it's something that they can continually go back to. And yeah. because of the level of repetition for kids is really important, we know that kids, just because you've done a lesson once doesn't mm-hmm. mean your child knows everything. Yeah. And to be able to continually go back and reinforce it around, particularly around their interests, yeah. is a really important thing. So, yeah, people can do it uh, for years to come okay. and it's going to really benefit your kids. So if a family does it for a whole year, what happens at year two? Are they going back to the original lessons and just doing that repetition or is there something new or how does that work? Yeah. So at the moment, that's where it's at. Although a lot of our families love just being able to have access to Mm -hmm. all of it. Mm -hmm. However, I have been working with our team over the last few months. We're actually starting to work out what that next level can look like. Mm -hmm. Because obviously if parents are seeing those results that we want them to see, which is what's happening, we want them to be able to add additional layers onto the top of it. So yeah watch this space for that. That's coming, coming soon. (laughs) That's great. Awesome. So would there be anything else that you would think homeschool moms would need to know either about foreign language instruction or your program in particular that we haven't covered yet? I wanted to give you a chance if, if we missed anything big that you wanted to mention. Is there anything else? Yeah, look, I think, I think the biggest barrier to entry in, in the truest sense is our confidence. And I know for me, when I, like even the idea in my heart, I started when my kids were really, really little, I was so scared I'd get it wrong. I was really terrified. And and I think my biggest fear was the fact that I would get it wrong and I would ruin mm-hmm. my children's mm-hmm. language learning opportunities. I would ruin their accent. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I think the thing is, and the thing I've, I've learned over time, which is why I just love being able to have these conversations and be able to, if I could like sit down and have a coffee with you, I would implore you, don't let your fears actually rob your children of the benefits that come from it. Because there is so much that languages provide. And like I said before, when we were talking about the benefits, mm-hmm. it's so much more than just the ability to speak. And I know that it can be scary, but I think oftentimes the idea of just taking one step at a time actually makes things really feasible. And the beauty of the curriculum is you can actually look at the lessons, you can look at the vocabulary. Um, even with uh, the, the program that we've created, we've got lesson scripts so that even if you don't know what's being spoken in the videos, you have a script so you know exactly what's being said. And we've, we've tried to make it easier to support those families who don't actually speak um, fluently. So we've created phonetic pronunciation. So not only can you see the English but you've got the pronunciation that's really easy to outwork. And that's woven through our flashcards. That's woven through all of our lesson scripts. We've taken the guesswork out of it. And the reality is you'd be amazed that even if you just take one step, I think you'll start to see the fruit of your input and your hard work really being seen in your ability to see your child Um connect to something that's so much more, so much bigger than we could really imagine. Like I see my kids growing up now and because they've got this foundation, it's meant it's conversation starter. We talk about things that's happening around the world. Mm-hmm. They understand culture from these countries so much more and it means that they can have conversations mm-hmm. that are broader than just what's happening in their own neighbourhood, which for me is a really important thing, especially living Living in Australia, so far away from the rest of the world, Mm -hmm. I want my kids to be able to know that really, truly the world is their oyster and and particularly knowing that our kids are going to grow up and lead this next generation. Mm -hmm. Um, For me as a mum, I want to be able to set my kids up for that and I remember being so scared but choosing to have to get over my fears because I know that there was going to be a baton that was going to be passed Mm -hmm. at some point Mm -hmm. that would give my kids the more. And so, yeah, so I've just, I've, I want to, I, I get it because I've been there, but I've wanted to create something that really empowers you and, and removes that fear and helps you, helps you take those steps forward one day at a time. So, yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's encouraging, actually. Um, I think a lot of times we think we're going to ruin our kids about with everything, <laughs> yes. right? So that's a common fear. What languages uh, do you have available at this point? Yep, so we have a 12-month curriculum for our French, Spanish, Italian, German, and we've got a, a Mandarin Chinese as well that we've just released. Super. Well, Lots this to choose is, from. <laughs> yeah, this has been so interesting. And Shannon, thanks so much for coming on and telling us about it. I will be sure to drop all the links so people can find your program in the show notes. And thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Abby. Love being with you. I hope you enjoyed that interview I had with Shannon. I really enjoyed chatting with her. Hey, listen, in the show notes, you're going to find links to all the stuff that we mentioned, but I'll mention them here too as well. If you want to get that checklist that she has, how to teach your kids a language, even if you're not fluent, I've made it really easy for you. You can go to 41more.com forward slash checklist. Then she has a free four-part video series about teaching your kids a second language at home. And that video series is at 
411more.com forward slash video. And then if you're ready to jump in and you are so excited to try out her cultured home language program, you can get a seven day free trial. And once more, you can find that at 411more.com forward slash culture, and it'll take you to that. If you missed any of those links, they're all in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 36. Thanks again for joining us. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling. Happy homeschooling.